Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to CADCAST number 81. I'm your host, GPD, in Tokyo, Japan. And I'm Wombat, and I ate too much for dinner. What'd you have? I had uh, sushi, actually. Mm, what kind of sushi? Do you have, like, fake a fake sushi? American sushi, yeah, it was definitely fake like American California sushi. California rolls and cream, uh, rolls with cream cheese in them? I had a spicy tuna roll and a spicy salmon roll mm. and uh, a spicy crab roll. <laughs> you know what's sp- weird is like American style sushi, they'll put like, you know, cream cheese and salmon together. But well, they on- do that with bagels too here. Right, but they'll do that with pizza here. They'll put like weird shit on pizza, like cream cheese and stuff. Wow. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So welcome to the show, everybody. Of course, we had the week off last week, and people want to know, Wombat, why we were incommunicado. Because the lightning and the thunder kept my internets from uh, from really working properly. So we just, internets. It just wouldn't work. You know, they and- have the internets on computers now. Well, yeah, but my internet's on my computers wasn't working. I see. Well, we're back here now. Uh, not a live show, of course. Probably everybody's no. very happy about that because uh, because they're a disaster like the and a nightmare every time we do it. Well, it's only a technical issue, you know. We'll we'll fix the technical. I think I'm sort of getting close to the problem of of what the technical problem is. So we should have that ironed out first. Uh, We'll have that ironed out eventually. But, you know, we're not going to have a lot of show until after E3. No, that's true. We we do have a big show for you guys today. We have have an E3 preview. Going to talk about some of the appointments that I've got set up. Take take you through my schedule. I thought that might be interesting. Uh, We've got a Transformers movie review with uh, Shipwreck. He's going to be joining us a little bit later. Find out if it's really more than meets the eye. Oh, oh that's that was, good one. That. that was so bad. Was so bad. <laughs> it's probably, my guess is that it's less than meets the eye. <laughs> yeah. So what have you been up to these days, Wombat? Anything uh, exciting you want to share with our listeners? You know, it's funny because I want to say I did something like thrilling and exciting in the last uh, week since there hasn't been a show. I'm like, I'm now going back in my brain. Did I, have I done anything exciting? You have like two real- weeks to pull from here. I know. I had some really good Belgian beer on Friday. That was kind of what exciting. Kind? Chimay? Chimay? No, it wasn't Chimay. It was, um, oh, see, now I can't even remember what the, what it's called, but it was really good. It was a high al- alcohol content beer. Budweiser. No, not but. I'm leaving. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it was not Budweiser. It was uh, some high alcohol content Belgian beer at the new Belgian Beer Cafe that they oh. opened by my apartment. That's awesome, dude. I'm jealous. I know. It is pretty cool. And it's really nice. So we went there on Friday. And that was probably the most exciting portion of our weekend. There was the go. Belgian Beer Cafe. So I highly recommend high alcohol content Belgian beer made by Trappist yes. Monk. That's a yeah, trap. Monks. It was Trappist number eight, I believe, is actually what it was called. Oh, okay. I like Chimay Red is my favorite of the those types of beers. Yeah. They have three different kinds of Chimay. Red is the one with the lowest alcohol content. And yeah, I they believe also have it's blue. And white. And yeah, seven percent I think uh, alcohol content in the red. Everything else is just the, the other ones are very thick tasting. Yeah, you know, and you get plenty drunk off the seven. Mine was like it was like uh, it was over nine percent. Oh my in the, god! And what I had was Mrs. Wombat scraping you off the floor. I had two. I had two, and I could barely make it home. Wow! But I'm a little guy, so you know. Right, your little wombat. Exactly. 
So I had sort of one interesting story that I'll share with you guys. Um, cut me off if it starts to get too boring while I'm at because I don't know. So I went on a uh, pizza adventure. You know, in New York City, it's very easy to find a slice of pizza. You know, on every corner, you can get a pretty a decent slice of pizza, right, Wombat? We say that even true. the even the bad pizza is good pizza. Even the bad pizza is probably better than pizza anywhere else. You know, in the country, right? Is that is that a snobby thing to say? Nah, it's probably pretty accurate. I mean, Chicago has some good pizza too, but yeah. Okay, so in in Tokyo, you can't really get like a slice of pizza. And when you do get pizza, it's like very thin crust, like super thin. It's not bad per se, but it's just, it ain't New York style pizza. I like a thick crust wombat. I know. So I get a, I get hooked up with uh, this guy, George, from Japan. I don't even know how to say the website. Japanator? Japanator? It's one of Destructoid's I, sister sites. I believe it's J- Japanator. Japanator, okay. Yeah, that's the it's website the- that's all about killing Jewish girls, right? Exactly. That's Jap Hater, I think. Oh, oh, I always get them confused. So they do like a website on anime and stuff. And Ron Workman said, oh, we have a guy who writes for us. He lives in Tokyo. Maybe you guys should get together. So the guy contacts me and he says, hey, I'm going to check out this New York style pizza place that's run actually run by a guy from New York. You want to come with me? So I'm like, sure. You know, I'm always up for for anything, especially when it involves pizza. And says, someone well, who speaks your own language. Exactly, exactly. I'm always up to talking to a real-life human being as opposed to staring at the wall in my apartment. So he's like, all right, well, here's the thing about this place. It's run by a New Yorker, but it's located on an island outside of Tokyo, and it's on the, the top of a mountain. So I was like, wow, that's pretty unusual and interesting. And you only get to ask three questions. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are you really the head of the Quickie Mart? Yes. Really? Yes. You? Yes. Thank you. Come again. So we go to this place. Uh, it's in Enoshima, and it's like two hours outside of Tokyo. You have to take a, a train and then a monorail to get there. <laughs> so if you want monorail. Another, right. If you want to add another Simpsons reference, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So Batman was a scientist. <laughs> yes, he was. So we basically take this long trip. You have to cross a bridge, and then when you get to this island, you have to sort of scale the mountain. But there's there's stairs, and there's so many stairs they actually have an escalator that you can take a series of escalators. But you have to pay if you want to take the escalators. So in true cheap ass gamer form, we uh, we walk the stairs, and of course it's like you know eighty eight degrees, eighty you know ninety percent humidity. So this is really like a real trek, Wombat, to get a freaking slice of pizza. So yes. finally, we get we get to the top, and sure enough, we find this pizza place. And like, I wasn't sure if this was the right place, even though there was a big sign that said New York Pizza, but the name of the restaurant was different than what I thought it was. So as we like sort of approach the place, I see a white guy sitting inside the, the restaurant, and he just sort of nods at us. In our direction, doesn't say anything, but just sort of nods. And so I guess that's, he knew, like, we were searching out the pizza, the pizza shrine. Gotcha. Anyway, the pizza was really good. The guy, Alex, was super nice. Uh, we have a nice little uh, photo gallery set up on Japanator that people should check out. 
It was a it was an interesting experience. And then he it after does we sound ate like pizza, the name of a website of like a giant robot sent back in time. Yeah, to Jewish women. Japanator. Right. It's good. It's a good yeah. name. Mm-hmm. So after we had the pizza, which was very good, by the way, and we drank um, some snake liquor, which is uh, drop the had, coach bag. They put like three dead snake, three snakes inside a inside of liquor. They basically ferment the the snakes, snakes and the liquor. It's Did pretty you interesting. eat the snake? So we, I didn't eat the snake, but I drank the liquor. It was pretty good. It tastes like burning. <laughs> it did. It really did taste like burning because it's like poisonous snakes. Um, and then after we had some pizza and some drinks, he took us for like a little tour of the of the mountain area where we had to like basically climb climb up the side of mount of a uh, of this little mountain. And I was not prepared for it, and I got very dirty, and I got twenty mosquito bites. I counted nice. Them. Anyway, we'll check. I'll put a link to all the pictures there. And Sounds like you had a good it. time. It was really interesting. It was really like an experience, a very unusual experience. I want to talk to my friends in Bloomberg and see if they'll do a story on this guy, Alex, because uh, he has a lot of interesting stories. Well, you know, it, it probably takes a very interesting person to go from America and open a pizza shop in Japan on an island. And, on a mountain. and it's, yeah, it's like about as far removed from Tokyo as possible. There's, you know. Yeah. On a mountain, on an island, in a boat, in a hole in the middle of the sea. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, um, Wombat, on with the show. Because we had the week off last week, I feel like we're sort of uh, vindicated from reading feedback. I don't have to do it. Like, I don't have to read oh, feedback yeah, from last week's show. Yeah. And people were complaining, or maybe person was complaining, that we didn't read any uh, iTunes reviews. We always beg people to review us on iTunes. So I figured... I would read some. Hot off of iTunes. That's awesomeness. Okay. So so Socialist says it's the best average gamer podcast five stars. Most other gaming-related podcasts are made by game magazines, websites, companies. But the CADcast is the best podcast to get some opinions from average gamers. GP and Wombat are both laid-back average gamers who just give their two cents on gaming news. Their show limits the flashiness and pointless diversions and instead devotes its time to what really matters. They are also now keeping things fresh with live shows, and although others may disagree, I feel that the live shows are unpredictable and always entertaining. It's a great show and definitely one of my favorites. So if you're looking for an average show, ours is the best of the average <laughs> No, no, no. Shows. If you're looking for an a- if you're an average gamer and you're looking oh. for a show, I feel, well, okay, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> we're, I feel we're above average gamers. Well, you know. At the very least, I are. am above average. You're above average. I'm probably I'm somewhere. above average. I may be below average, and hence the if you uh, take the median of that, then take the average. <laughs> then, then Right. If you take the average of our averageness, then we're average. Right. I mean, how many, ga- how many gamers are allowed to – are able to make a living off of the fact that they're a gamer? Not I. Exactly. So that is why I am above average. Yeah. Okay, but uh, Budri says potentially a top of the line podcast, four stars. There is a lot to like about the CADcast. The hosts both have unique voices. GPD is generally well informed, and Wombat is generally pretty funny. On the flip, Wombat is generally not informed, and Cheapy is generally not funny. I would agree. You would agree. Uh, it says, while overall pretty good, they could be better specializing and leave the generic cover everything podcast to the pros like IGN or One Up. Their live podcast could be really great in the future, even if they are terrible right now. Hey, I'm a pro. 
I just said it before. The definition of a pro is someone who makes their living off of it, of something or off of the thing that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, just as much a pro as the people that work for IGN or 1UP. Yeah, and you're in charge of what you do. And I'm the boss. And I guarantee you I make more money than them. <laughs> and I'm better looking. Well, that's... And you know, what else, Wombat? How else am I better me. than them? That makes you better than them. That they does. don't have okay. a Wombat. Yeah, they don't have a wombat. Everyone See? wants a wombat. I'm the best. <laughs> all right, Milcam says, Cadcast, best cast, five stars. Of all the independent gaming podcasts, this is the podcast by regular gamers for regular gamers. GPD and Wombat are normal gamers just like the rest of us who have to buy most of the games they review and do not have top secret access to game developers and PR mouthpieces. Although GPD hasn't been as cheap as his name would suggest lately, he hasn't let multiple appearances on Bloomberg go to his shiny head and is still down to, is still a down-to-earth slob with a RoboCop fetish. RoboCop, uh, RoboCop. Wombat is funny, biting, and cranky and has great chemistry with GPD. This is a great Shaq Fooing podcast. Wait a minute, I'm a slob now? Yeah. Wait, you're a slob now? No, you've always been a slob. He's not wrong. No. I'm sort of a slob. No, you're not sort of a slob. Right. And last, uh, we have sort of a negative review from Cormier6083. Says, it's a little dry, giving us only two stars out of five. This podcast gets a little boring at times. Uh, It talks more about games than it does about great deals and sales, and it's very long. The only time I listen to it is to fall asleep. You know, insomnia is one of the largest problems in America today, and if we can okay. help people with that, exactly. then we've tapped into a market that will make us all rich. We've made a difference. Sweet dreams, Cormier. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I like how you decided to just go with the French pronunciation. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, yeah. on to our contest that has wrapped up. Yes. We are giving away a pair of Ear Force X1 headphones. Mm-hmm. which are stereo headphones with a microphone attached that you plug into your Xbox 360 uh, or PC. Yes, and there was and, a little bit of controversy with me and you in uh, listening to the uh, entries. Well, yes, the, the karaoke contest that we held, it was for the most embarrassing song, and we had to pick a winner. And do you want to announce the winner, Wombat? It was just sort of your contest, even though I feel like I did most of the work, but... <laughs> That's 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 because you what, did, you, what else do you have to do? I stare at the wall and go on quests for pizza. Exactly. And what do I do during the day? You do drugs. That's usually and what stare I at do. the wall. Yeah, and stare at the wall. Uh yeah, sure. The winner of the contest. Do you have a clip or are we just gonna post I the do, link to it? but you oh, can okay. announce the winner first. Do you want to announce the runners up that don't win anything first? <laughs> sure, okay. The runners up um Stonefry who did a version of Hopelessly Devoted to You, you know, from Greece, which was, you know, very embarrassing, certainly. We were looking for sort of embarrassing songs and entertaining songs. Uh, That was pretty good. Anytime you you take a Grease song. uh, I actually did a Grease song, Wombat. You you did? How did did it go? Did it sound any good? It sounded a little something like this. Stranded at the drive-in. Branded a fool 
What will they say? This is hot. Monday at school. Yeah. A little bit of trivia. This was only in the movie and not in the show. Sandy, can't you see? A, a little more I'm trivia. Chibi actually was sitting at a swing set in an abandoned park while he recorded this. That's right. Alright, you had enough of this? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it gets better, though. Yeah. Uh, and Bobette, and you did one, yes, too? I did do you one, did. too. What'd I did do? a song I did a song that, uh, in a conversation with one of my coworkers the other day, who is not Caucasian, and referred to this song as the whitest song ever recorded. Okay. Which is why I decided to record it, because it, it is good. pretty funny, because it is kind of true. And this is Breakfast at Tiffany's. Right? Breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay, here we go. There's more music than vocals. Bad mixing, Wombat. Alright, can't even hear you on that. I know you can't. It it came out terrible. Oh, I have another runner-up. Another runner-up that wins nothing but an honorable honorable mention is Undead Babies for his version of The Sign. It was actually pretty funny because he recorded himself you know, with a little webcam, and he was writing little notes, flashing notes on the screen. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that one, that one was pretty good. That was good. That was actually, yeah, that was the number two runner-up, I would say. Or the number, yeah. the first runner-up. First runner-up. Second place. And the grand, the grand prize winner and only prize winner? It goes to the ender. Cag the ender for this. Living room, bedrooms, <laughs> Yeah. We're talking Baffley Market. Montgomery. It's just like a mini mall. No, no, no. Just kidding. He did a version. He did. I never even heard of this song, Wombat. Really? Oh, I like this song, actually. Another summer day is coming on away. Beautiful voice and pretty embarrassing song. Yeah. We actually bought this CD for my in-laws. For maybe surrounded by maybe it's not as embarrassing as Sandy. To feel all alone, I just want to See, but if this guy sang Sandy, it wouldn't be embarrassing. Babe, I miss right. you, you. Okay, so congratulations to the Ender, and you'll be receiving the Air Force X One headset from Turtle yeah. Beach. PM me, PM Wombat, and he will make sure. You get them, yeah. They get you get them somehow. Okay, should we get the sh- uh, shipwreck on here? Oh yeah, do a tra- little Transformers review, and maybe we'll have them sit in for the uh, new releases as well. Let's do that. Okay. Let's see. It's ringing. Maybe, maybe he's in the bathroom. It's possible. Shipwreck. So what's going on, fellas? All right. Shipwreck, you are here because you have seen the new Transformers movie that I think a lot of CAGs are probably interested in. I mean, myself, I was a huge Transformers fan back in the day when, you know, the original Transformers. Right, the back in the 80s, like all three of us were probably. Yeah, yeah. and as someone and who's that, actually uh, met Peter Cullen on more than one occasion, I can yeah. actually nerd out more than most people, so... <laughs> Yeah, I've went back and watched some of those old, you know, the original episodes. They are they're basically unwatchable. I mean, they're so bad. Yeah, they didn't hold up well. 
the movie's okay, but the, the episodes themselves didn't hold up too well. Yeah, it's a lot of posing. Like, don't forget to buy this toy. <laughs> anyway, before you get into your your um, your movie review, Shipwreck, I have happened to have an exclusive clip of the Transformers movie that I got uh, from my friends at their PR company. So I am going to roll it right now. Bumblebee, my small little friend. You look different. Yeah, I just got totally rebuilt. I feel better than ever. I feel like a gold bug. <laughs> and that's who you'll be from now on, Bumblebee. Gold bug. <laughs> wow, thanks. <laughs> Uh, gee, Optimus, uh, I was kind of thinking I could still be called Bumblebee. Quiet, Goldbug. Shut, Shut up, up now, Optimus. <laughs> <laughs> don't let it bother you, kid. Wish I could feel like a Goldbug at my old age. I feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, 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 and that's who you'll be from now on, Cup. Shitpiece. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Shitpiece. Goldbug. Organize a strike team immediately. Yeah, shitpiece. As you can see, the outline isn't very full this week, hence lots of filler. The uh, You can check out that. It, that's a video on YouTube called The Rude Awakening of Optimus Prime. It's pretty freaking funny. I definitely recommend it. So, Shipwreck, the movie, is it a shit piece? Uh, yes. I would <laughs> have no uh, doubt that it, I would call it a shit piece. Certainly not a gold You bug. would call it a shit piece. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just saw this two hours ago, so everything's very fresh in my mind. My hatred for this film is is still right at the peak. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know where to start on this. I mean, I guess I'll start with the good stuff. The sp- okay. special effects are amazing. Like, there's not a scene in the movie where I go, where I don't believe that these are real giant robots. So, right, yeah, I've seen some of the clips from the movies and, uh, like, with the guy on the highway going through the bus and stuff. Right. It, it's amazing. I mean, the only thing bad is there's a lot, like, there's so much action. This is a Michael Bay film, of course. But mm-hmm. a lot of the action, you have these huge robots, but the camera is so close, you can't tell what in the world is going on in half the fight scenes. So you'll get, yeah, like, oh, hate bits and pieces oh. of arms flying. Not all the time. I know what you mean, yeah. I had that problem with uh, the movie Gladiator. I couldn't, like, the, they zoom in so close on the fight scenes, can't tell. Right. I, I think some of that's just because they're trying to make these robots seem so huge. But if I mm-hmm. want to see Optimus and Megatron have a fight, I want to see them fight. I don't want to see what I think is an arm and what I think is a leg. It, right. Yeah. It, so, special effects, great. Um... They did a really good job of product placement. <laughs> good news for Wombat. Panasonic, they must make a really good uh, SD card because there's a scene in this that it's just so blatant. Like She puts her fingers around the SD card so she's not covering up where it says Panasonic real big and slowly pulls That's it out funny. of the drive. <laughs> but it, the first hour and a half of this movie is it feels like an hour and a half commercial and that's not even counting like wow. that these are toys to begin with uh, do you know I heard that I heard that uh, they contacted Howard Stern to see if he wanted to be in the movie in turn like I guess they have a, a transformer who turns into a radio I mean the sound wave in the movie no sound wave is supposed to be in the next movie maybe uh, 
I think they said that they didn't want to put him in this movie because they didn't want to do a lot of uh, size shifting, like going from a oh, huge right. robot yeah, down yeah, to the radio. Yeah, 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 but yeah. there is a radio. Right. Uh, it, it's Ratchet, which was one of the cassettes from Soundwave originally. Right. But yeah, he, right. he turns into this little radio that he's a comic relief character. So oh, if God. you found Jar Jar Binks funny, uh, he's right up that alley. Uh, Oof. Yeah, it's really. If I was seven or eight years old, I might like this movie. So is wow. it worse than Armageddon? There is actually the product placement. They make a Armageddon joke in this movie. Oh God! There, I like why? Why did they send miners into outer space instead of training astronauts how to break rocks? <laughs> um, well, there's not storyline. Armageddon kicks the crap out of this. Wow, and I hated there, that movie. Yeah. Like, I talked about the DS game on the CAG 4 play a couple weeks ago. Right. And the storyline for the DS game is more in-depth than the storyline for the movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, this is really bad. It, it doesn't center around the Transformers for the most part. It's about the humans, which, who cares? Right. We're, we're going to right. see Transformers. Nobody watched the Transformers cartoon so they could learn about Spike's life and the, and the guy in the wheelchair. I, I did. <laughs> I certainly didn't watch the Transformer movie or didn't go there to hear Optimus Prime shell out eBay. Like there's this scene where the human asks Opt- Optimus how he learned about him and Optimus tells him, I saw it on eBay. I'm, oh, I'm, God. I, uh, ow. I'll, I'll, I'm going to skip this movie. I'm now bleeding internally. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at the reviews too and they're like decent. I don't know. I'm just... I love the Transformers, at least Generation 1. So this movie just hurt to watch. Wow. Um, it crushed your childhood dreams, basically. It did. I, I was I went with a buddy of mine. We were both furious coming out of there. Oh, my God. But I did want to buy a GMC truck. <laughs> and an, a Panasonic <laughs> SD card. And a, and, a, and a Mountain Dew and an Xbox 360 and a Furby oh, and X- Dance Dance Revolution. And a, I already have an Apple computer, so I'm set there. But Wow. Wow, this it's pretty bad. And it's two and a half hours long, too, so... Two and a yeah. half hours? <laughs> yes. <sighs> and there's there's some nice homages in there. Like, you get scenes where you have all the Autobots rolling down the road, and you're like, yeah, I got this right. Uh, but that's about it. And they got the voices of Optimus and Megatron. No, it's not the voices. No, they it's have... Not, it's not yeah, the right not Megatron. Megatron. Agent Smith... Agent Smith does Megatron. Right. But he only has like maybe six or seven lines in the movie anyways. Oh, God. So. All right. It sucks. Oh, well. Let's uh, move on to the new maybe releases the then, I guess. Maybe the sequel will be better. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So should we go through the new releases? You want to sit in for the new releases, Shipwreck? Since Shipwreck runs the up-and-coming gaming podcast, the CAG 4Play with his wife, where they go over the new releases uh, each week. I think it's only fitting that you join us as we talk about the new releases this week. Uh, sure. <laughs> Don't sound so <laughs> excited to be here. You can go. Right. I mean, geez. I'm trying to, you know, I'm giving you this grand introduction, and you're, like, falling asleep on me. Well, everybody listens to the, the foreplay podcast for my wife anyways. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, why don't you get her to do this? We don't need you anymore. Uh, well, she's you, out in the in the living room. She's, really, she's least, busy uh, complaining that I haven't taken her to dinner yet. Can you talk in a high pitched voice at least? 
I can try. Please don't. Oh um, <laughs> now you sound like a tranny. <laughs> let's anyway. not go there. And GP would know what a tranny sounds like. All right, so let's just go over the big ones this week because, you know, you, you cover the, the, the small ones and you cover everything, of course, in the CAG Foreplay uh, podcast. Biggest one this week, I'm guessing, is Ninja Gaiden Sigma. It's between that and Chicken Shoot. <laughs> no. Well, I am actually uh, very qualified to speak about uh, Ninja Gaiden because it's been out in Japan for a couple of weeks and I've been playing it for a few weeks now. I'm on chapter nine, I guess. So would you uh, say it's easier than uh, the Xbox version? They have the Ninja Dog mode that it was in Ninja Gaiden Black. Yes, I have that. And you know, I had played the original, uh, you know, the first Ninja Gaiden or the you know the first version of it on Xbox, and it was too hard for me. Like I only got maybe three chapters in two or three chapters in and then I just couldn't even get any farther and I gave up because I you know I don't need that frustration I know shipwreck finished it big show off but yeah know. that that's one of the few difficult games that I didn't really have a problem with so I was very I excited I came to grips with it pretty early I was very excited for Sigma because I knew it had the easy mode and sure enough after I died several times it gave me the option to to join the easy mode and I did and you know they give you more like uh, health pickups and stuff like that, and yeah, mm-hmm. everything's just generally easier. The game itself, you know, it looks great. Of course, if you've played the game, you know it plays great, and it still, of course, plays great on the PS3. Um, they've added in a, a playable character, Rachel, who is a blonde chick with ginormous cans, like ridiculously large cans. I don't know why they need to be that big, but well, as Shipwreck put it in his write-up, uh, Blondie Mc Blondie <laughs> Mc Big Boobs, or is a playable yeah, character Blondie as well, B- right? So it's sort of you know those extra missions are sort of annoying actually because you wind up just backtracking through the same levels you played through with Ryu, and now you're using a slower ca- a slower but more powerful character. So, you know what that reminds me of, kind of? Now what's that? You're saying that in uh, the latest Zelda, Twilight Princess, I had the same issue going through the levels as the wolf and then as Link. It drove me nuts because I only want to yeah. play as Link. And I yeah. don't want to play as Ryu in this. And you certainly don't want to be going through the same environments again You know, with another exactly. character. It's, it sort of seems pointless. But, of course, the game is really solid. And if you have a PS3 and you've never played... Ninja Gaiden before it's it's a must buy certainly I mean there's no question about it if you've played Ninja Gaiden uh, and had a hard time going through it then certainly it's a and you, know, and you didn't play Black it's a must buy otherwise you know it certainly looks nicer but you know I don't think the Rachel stuff is worth a purchase just by itself it's, it's... okay I was gonna say because I still have Black and I'm like do I really need to pick this up I guess the answer is no yeah. It does look really nice, though, I have to say. And, you know, I definitely recommend it. Overall, I would recommend it. Uh, yeah. Also this week, we seeing, we're seeing <laughs> Vampire Rain for the Xbox 360. Uh, if you've played the demo, you would know that it's pretty crappy already. I think this upset me just about as much as the Transformers movie. Right. This is also a shit piece. <laughs> exactly. I shall call you shit piece, Vampire Rain. I worked more Shaq foods into this preview than I ever have, I believe. I have yeah. it up right now. There's uh, 
three. You say game event. over a lot also. Did you play the demo on that? No. Oh, you you would understand if you played the demo. When you play the arcade ver- shooting version, mm-hmm. it's basically the game starts, a vampire comes running for you, right at you, and if you can't kill him immediately, it's game over. <laughs> <laughs> right, or it's, it's like split up into two different areas. You either have your stealth parts or you have the parts where you're allowed to shoot them. Right. And in the stealth parts, if they see you, it's game over too. Because they, <laughs> right. they just... Immediately, you're there and kill you. I had no problem, like with the. I sort of breezed through the stealth area in the demo. But oh, it wasn't. It wasn't difficult once I figured out. Like it's all trial and error. Yeah. So if you figure out right away where you're supposed to be going, there's no problems with it. It's just boring as all get out. Right. So yeah, that's that's a loser. Definitely a loser. I don't even think that's worth a rental. There's very few games that I feel like aren't worth a rental, and just from the demo, I gotta say that game's not worth a rental. <laughs> right. I don't understand how are they charging full price for this because it's Microsoft bringing this one over. That's correct. And they're coming out with Project Silphied, which they're also bringing over. These are both their big Japanese import games. Yep. But but Silphied is forty dollars, and it looks like the better game. I don't it's, get. It's, it the, doesn't the seem game. very logical. No, it doesn't. Okay, on to the DL. On the DL, the downloadable games. Uh, for the Wii this week, we've got uh, Dragon Spirit, another TurboGrafx-16 uh, shooter for six bucks. Mm-hmm. You familiar with this game, Shipwreck? You, uh... I played it back in the arcade. Some it's it's your typical scrolling shooter. Your dragon grows multiple heads, so you can fire hmm. out more. Uh, oh, I played this in the arcades. I know this game. Yeah, it's yeah. I All think right. it was a Namco game, something like that. Yeah. We got uh we got Echo the Tides of Time. It's a what was that, a Genesis game? Yeah. yeah. A sequel yep. sequel to Echo the Dolphin? I was gonna say, is that on the uh Genesis collection? I still haven't looked that on up. The, <laughs> on the PS two. Yeah, wait, I have I have the instruction booklet right. in front of me. I'm looking it up. Good. Alright. Did you play these games, Cheapy? I did. I played the first one. Yes, the Genesis the the Sega Genesis collection on the PlayStation two includes not only Echo the Dolphin but Echo the Tides of Time and Echo Junior. So that would be uh, by uh, by the by Wii Math twenty four dollars worth of Echo games for nineteen ninety nine with uh, there you go. with other however games. many more. Yeah, there's like thirty games on this Genesis. Game. I I kind of liked Echo the Dolphin because it had really good graphics and it, like the animation was very everything was very smooth about that game. I remember. I mean, it was sort of. Mm-hmm. An unusual type of game. I I remember liking it. I mean, this is a long time ago. Oh, I liked Echo the Dolphin it. a lot. Yeah, I was all okay, about I'm that game. On this one, then. Hmm. Mrs. Shipwreck likes it too, but I, it just never did anything. I I agree the animation and the, and the graphics were great at the time, but I just could not figure out why I wanted to keep playing. Yeah, I don't remember if I. I'm sure I didn't finish it, but it was you know it was all right. Also, uh, the big I guess the big one for the Wii this week is Super Mario Brothers Two. For five bucks. I'm that's the one. Right. Which yeah. one is this? This is that's the best one. Well, okay, it's not the best one, but one of my personal favorites. That's the one where it's you get to play. Thing. You pick one of four characters: Mario, yeah, Luigi. Yeah, I remember this. One. This is the one that I remember playing. My f- friend had this game, and he had a. My friend, uh, you know, his family had a lot of money, so he had like one of the first big projection TVs. This is a long. This is a long time ago, and I remember 
This is the one where like one of the yeah one of the, the peach could fly and wasn't there like a raccoon or something you could get Mario no, could turn into a the raccoon. Third one. No, that's that's that's, that's third, third one. one yeah. That's Super oh. Mario Brothers three. Well, one of those, what my happened, friend. What happened? Happened? Who are you? You don't know the difference between Super Mario Brothers two and Super Mario Brothers three? I don't know. I just know the first one. Then, no, there goes all your professional oh credentials out the window. Forget it. You yes. might as well end the show. I'm going to finish it up with Chipwreck. You've well, disappointed. You've disappointed everyone who's ever listened to any episode of the show. Confusing Super Mario Brothers two with Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah. Hang your head in shame. Yeah. Anyway, the point is that my during one of these games, my friend got very frustrated, and he, and he threw the controller through the TV, and it went like through the speaker. <laughs> you know, did like he the blame it on you? Front of the TV. No, but he did it, and then he was like, "Uh-oh." <laughs> <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> he's like, "I'm in big trouble." Yeah. Uh, so that's five that. bucks, and for the 360, we got Missile Command. Because we need for that five, for five bucks. I'm yeah. buying it. I'm buying it. Really? I like, yeah, I like Missile Command. You do, even without a trackball. Yeah, well, I always put it on the twenty six hundred, so yeah, I use the joystick anyways. So trackball means nothing to me. I was really hoping it was going to be um, Bomberman this week because, like, the whole Fourth of July, you know, explosions and bombs. And I think maybe stuff. next week. Maybe yeah, next maybe three thirty e three. Beginning of uh, July sometime. So okay, all right. So those are the new releases. Missile Command has co-op play too, though. So. Yeah, all right. For five bucks, I'll consider it. Because for five bucks, I'll consider anything. But I'm not. I would that need excited. to. I would need to have an Xbox 360 to play it anyway. So <laughs> you're still 360 less. Uh, well, I'm we'll talk about that later. Yeah, well, we haven't gotten uh, that shipwreck. Far yet. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us that uh, look at the Transformers and listen to Shipwreck and Mrs. Shipwreck, the one you really want to listen to on the CAG foreplay. Yeah, I gotta go to the local cantina and drown this Transformers movie out of my brain. <laughs> Good All right, man. We'll catch you later. Right. Talk to you guys later. Adios. All right. So that was sort of disappointing to hear that the Transformers sucks. Yeah, no, that's one more. What's at least he saved me ten bucks, twenty really. Go. If I, I wouldn't go alone. All right. Next, I thought we would do a little uh, E3 preview. So I see in the outline. Because E3 is next week, and I am going. I'm, I am not. I've made a bunch of points out. You know, it's interesting, because like, people have asked me, like, oh, is, is Wombat going? And I was like, no, he's not going. And people ask me, like, oh, how come? Why is he not going? And I don't think I, I know the reason for this. Why aren't you going? Because I'm not allowed to take the time off. You're not? Nope. You're not they won't let me. a couple me. days. Really? You, you asked? Yeah. You did ask. Yeah, I'm not allowed to take any time until uh, the end of August. Oh, are you going to go to? Oh, that's you can't even go to that. Nope, I have. I'm going. I'm going on vacation with with Mrs. Wombat. You going to come to Tokyo for Tokyo Game Show? No, uh, I may be in Tokyo awesome. this fall though. All right. That's not set in stone yet for work for day job. I may wind up in Tokyo oh, for a few days. That would be awesome. Yeah, so I may actually meet you meet up with you there if that goes the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about. I have a lot of appointments set up. I think we can go through these pretty quickly, and people will ha- ca- can know what to look forward to next week. What I'll be reporting on, because I'm sure we right. do a show next week, right, Wombat? Yeah, and I did ask. Okay. I tried, and they wouldn't okay. let me. Okay, okay, I'm just checking. Bastards! I wasn't sure if you checked or not. Yeah, I did. Oh no, I did. 
Okay, so here we go. Uh, Tuesday night is the Microsoft press conference. I'll be there. I'm coming into L.A. Uh, on Tuesday. Uh, there's also a, an, an, a journalist IGJA party uh, Tuesday afternoon. I might go to that. Wednesday, the show like sort of officially starts. Wednesday morning is the Nintendo press conference at 9, 9 a.m. And the Sony one is at 11.30. So I'll be at both of those. Uh, then in the afternoon, I've got an appointment with EA. There's a lot of firsts for me during this uh, show. This is my first Sony press conference. It's my first uh, EA appointment ever. There's oh, EA showing a EA showing a lot of games. So uh, I actually have two appointments with with them. The first one is at the hotel. You know, all these a lot of these appointments are at in like hotel suites. So this is my hotel appointment with them. They're showing Boogie and My Sims. EA Sports uh, Wii games, Army of Two, Rock Band, Medal of Honor Airborne, Need for Speed Pro Street, The Simpsons, Skate, uh, some EA Mobile games, uh, EA Playground, and others. Cool. That's a lot of games. That's That's a lot lot of of gameage. Definitely looking forward to Army of Two and Rock Band and even Boogie. Actually, maybe even Need for Speed. I like the Need for Speed games. They're pretty good. And the Simpsons game. The Simpsons game, I'm really hoping it's going to be good. Hey, it's happened before. The Hit and Run game was good. Hit and Run and the original arcade. Right. So, yeah, that's cool. All right, next, after after that appointment, uh, I'm headed right over to Sony. My first Sony appointment ever. I don't know what I'm going to see, but... We'll find out. Can't really tell you that. And then I got Activision right after that at 530. I uh, don't know what they're showing either. The next day, Thursday, is a big Microsoft uh, morning for me. Uh, starting at 9 o'clock, I got Project Gotham Racing 4. Uh, and then probably the game I'm looking forward to most in the whole show uh, is, pro- is uh, Mass Effect. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's going to be cool. Because that just blew me away last year when they did the little uh, walkthrough. Yeah. It just looks so amazing. And I remember it was jaw-droppingly good. And I uh, I was talking to Tycho the other day, and he was telling me that he's got a friend that is actually a tester for that game. And he says really good things about it. Even the, And I asked him, like, well, what about the combat? That's what we're all wor- you know, sort of worried about. If there's one thing we're worried about, is the combat going to be good? And the word is that the combat is fun. Well, and that's most important. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, after that, I'm checking out Halo 3, then Fable 2. So, Ooh, I enjoyed Fable. the first Fable. So, looking I forward love, to that. I really like the first Fable and the Lost Chapters. All right. Oh, you even went for the Lost Chapters. Look at I, played the, I played the crap out of that game. Yes, sir. Okay. okay. Then after that is Halo Wars. Which is, I guess, their real-time strategy game. Yeah, the Halo, really... the Halo RTS. Not too interested in that, but you know, whatever. Uh, Xbox. Then after that is Xbox Live Arcade stuff. I don't know what we're gonna see there. And then at noon, Lost Odyssey, the uh, RPG. Yeah, Japanese Sounds RPG. Exciting. So that should be. So that's a that's a very busy Microsoft morning. Then at one p.m. I am look going to Sony Online Entertainment, where I'm assuming I'm going to see the agency and their Pirates game that they're going to have. They may have the DC game, too. 
Oh yeah, that, DC that Comics that? game. Oh, yeah, cool. Okay, so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to the agency. That sounds. Like yeah, really that game. Cool. That like, game does look cool. But I am also, as you know, interested in the DC Comics game. So yeah, I I am interested in a massively multiplayer online game that I can play on my couch or on my PS3 specifically. Yeah. I think that has a lot of potential. Okay, after that at 2.30, I'm going over to Midway. Not sure what I'm going to see there. I guess maybe like that Stranglehold game. The the uh, What do you call that? Oh, the John Dumb Woo, Chow Yun-Fat. Yeah, I don't know about that one. That, Me neither. I got, low expect- I got low expectations for that. Uh, then later that afternoon, I have another Microsoft One appointment. I don't know anything about it except it's called Family Fun, and I really tried to not get that appointment. Uh, it sounds like, to, like pain get... is with that, yeah. But, you know, our friend Arnie said that it was going to be good. He promised me it was going to be good. And then he left. I don't left. want to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, Microsoft changed their PR. Like, they went internal for their PR. They used to use this company, Edelman, which we talked about before. They did a really good job. Nice people, uh, good now, job. My, now it's the Gamer Score guys, the Gamer Score blog guys. That that team is now handling their PR internally for all but the biggest sites. So, like, cheap ass gamers get the Gamer Score guys, and the joystick level people get uh, still get it. Some different Edelman people. All we get now is like these general emails that come from masked email addresses. Yeah, I don't know. We I'm don't even skeptical. get them. We don't even get emails from people anymore. Yeah, it's from like a group. It's a people. <laughs> I'm skeptical that they're going to be able to do a good of job as as Edelman did, but we'll see. I have an open mind. Thanks for reading from the Microsoft team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't. Okay, don't. so that's my Thursday. There's a game for Windows party at night, and I. Oh, there's a Bethesda party on Wednesday night. I think you should go to the Bethesda party because I want you to make friends with them. I'm going to. I, Ron Workman hooked it up for me. Hopefully, cool. I hope I'm. All, you gotta I'm get, you gotta to get that. me in with the Bethesda peeps. Okay, I'll see what I can do. Because they've never returned an email I've sent them, so maybe you can do it. Okay, so that's Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m., starting early with an appointment with Nintendo, my first ever Nintendo appointment. It's only a half an hour, so I'm not, it's the most I could get out of them was a half hour, so I don't know what I'm going to see there, but I know what we're not going to see, we're not going to be able to play Super Smash Brothers. That's a, yeah, that was an Uh, Right after that, uh, I'm headed over to check out Guitar Hero 3. Fun. I have an appointment just for Guitar Hero 3. Then in the afternoon, I've got 2K games, which I'm assuming I'll be able to see Bioshock. Yeah. And then later in the afternoon, may, I have another. No, I'm trying to think what else they may have, but yeah. They, they'll have their, their sports games, I guess, so the hockey. Fallout. Maybe, maybe not. Just, they may not. Fallout footage. No, fall, Fallout's Bethesda, though. It's not 2K. It's not going through 2K? Well, Oblivion no. went through 2K. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. You better Didn't grab it? it right now and look. No. Uh, no. Grab right? It. Don't make uh, me prove you wrong. No, 2K. It's right here in the box. Oh, really? Yep. All right. Well, I don't know then. <laughs> <laughs> well, who cares? You'll find out next week, won't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so glad I sit next to all my boxes. There you go. See, I can't reach mine. Oh, you know what it was? The uh, The 360 version is 2K. 
Okay. The PS3 version is not. And you would know because you have. I would. Big I would nerd. know. I, have both. I am. I'm a super nerd. A <laughs> nerd. Yeah, we'll talk more about that later. So later uh, on Friday afternoon, three o'clock, I am headed over to the Barker Hangar. That's uh, that's like the show floor this year. It's very small though, um, and I have another another appointment with EA. Going to check out Burnout Paradise, uh, Hellgate London, Crisis, Half Life Two, The Orange Box. Definitely looking forward to that. Nice Mercena- Mercenaries Two. Looking forward to that as well. I really like the first one. Yeah, that actually will uh, be cool. That should be cool. Uh, Madden, NBA Live, NASCAR, Tiger Woods, and SimCity Societies. Sports games I'm not really that interested in, but all those other ones I am. Sounds good. So that's it. The only thing I'm missing right now, the only appointments I'm missing that I really would like to have are is really just one, I think, Ubisoft. Yeah. They're not, uh, they don't I- seem particularly friendly. You know what you should do? What's that? You tell them that you'll bring a dead Mexican and they'll let you right in. <laughs> Tell them I'm protesting their their Mexican their stance on killing Mexicans. No, it's say no. say that you're that you're pro dead Mexican, and they'll let you. Well, I definitely I definitely uh, want to check out their new Splinter Cell game. It looks like a more action oriented the Splinter Cell Conviction. I think it's called. I don't know. Let me guess. It takes place in Mexico. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so that's my E3 preview. That's exciting. Well, I so what game? Let's move on to the hype wagon. I mean, I already sort of gave you my hype wagon picks because I told you what I'm most interested in. E3, Wombat, what are you looking forward to? Well, I, you know, because it's been coming out, and there was a little bit shown of this today, and you know, as we were just talking about the big O, the game that I'm not allowed to talk about anymore. I was <laughs> thinking, why do I play this game so much? And it was because there really are no games that you know out that are really like it. And then you see all this stuff for two worlds. Which looks uh-huh. more like Oblivion than Oblivion, as the as all the websites are saying. And that game right. comes out in like two months. Uh huh. And then they showed a video for uh, that Might and Magic is actually coming. The Dark Messiah is Dark coming Messiah. out for the 360. Yeah, that looks alright. That game looks sweet. Could be good. And, and Fallout. So I got, what about Fallout? And then I ha- and then I have Fallout coming out after that. So those three games. So all three of your picks on the hype wagon are basically Oblivion in one form or another. Basically. You know, if we were talking about three different first-person shooters, you wouldn't make that comparison. But because I want three games that are like that, I don't even know what you would classify it. Western action-oriented RPGs and fantasy settings. Yeah. You have to bring me down. I'm not bringing you down. I'm just telling you what the listeners are going to say. That's not nice. It's just the listeners, Wombat. I'm, you know... Well, the listeners, okay. I, yeah. Should we move on? <laughs> yes. Nintendo. Let's talk a little bit about Nintendo. The big N. The big N. Nintendo. I picked up a new Wii game on that. I watched The Wizard last weekend. <laughs> well, do you think our listeners want to hear about your impressions of The Wizard, or do you want to hear about the new Wii game that I bought? Let me hear about the new game you bought. The new game I got is Hajime no Ippo Revolution. It's a boxing it, game. Oh. It's a boxing game that uses the Wii Motes. Uh, some PS2 owners may remember the game Victorious Boxers. Oh, I'm familiar with is, that game. Okay. Which is the English, yeah. Hajime no Ippo is, a, is an anime about boxing. And Victorious Boxers was a game based on that. And this is a Wii game that uses motion controls, uh, you know, to punch and stuff. 
And I have to say that the game is very bad. And I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you why it's bad. Tell me. Well, let me tell you what's good first. Because I'm trying to be more positive. Okay. The the graphics, the in-game graphics of the fights are sort of nice. It has a, you know, it, because the game is based on an anime, it has that anime look to it, which if you're into that, I think you'll enjoy it. And that's pretty much where the positives end. The motion controls are just a mess. You know, I was really hoping that they can, that there'd be a game that would really showcase the Wii motion controls, like show that they can be accurate and useful. This is not that game. This is not that game. It's just, you know, you try to do an uppercut and it doesn't throw an uppercut. You try. Where's to the Price is Right a... music? Oh, sorry. I was slacking. So, yeah, it just... <laughs> It doesn't do what you want it to do. When you throw a hook, you want to see it do a hook. And it's supposed to do that. It just doesn't work. And there's different control schemes that you can use. And none of them really work. The only one that apparently works is the one that I haven't tried yet. And I read this at oneup.com. They said that it uh, the game supports the classic controller. And supposedly, if you use the classic controller, the game works fine. Of course. But... That sort of defeats the purpose. The purpose is to yes. use the motion controls. So I was very disappointed. Also, this game, I guess because it's an anime, the game has a lot of story to it and a lot of cutscenes. And the most ridiculous thing is that these cutscenes only fill up like a tiny fraction of the screen. It reminds me of like, remember the Sega CD games? Yes. Where like the the full motion video was only like a a small window, small on the, bit on the in the middle, or in the, it would be yes. in the middle on Sewer Shark or in yeah. the top corner yeah. on Night Trap. Yes, surrounded by black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes, well, that's what they do with this game, and the cutscenes are not full motion video. It's just the same like anime style, like cell shading or whatever you call it. So that was really weird, and of course, this is another one of these widescreen games where, at least with my TV, I get these small black bars on the side, even though it's supposedly widescreen. So mm. very disappointed in Hajime no Ippo Revolution. I guess I got to sell it back while I can still get a few bucks for it. Cause on the, on the plus side, I guess I did get some exercise playing it. My arms were pretty tired after going a few rounds. So there you go. But there you go. I had some exercise. Uh, another game that came out here, that's out here already, and that's not out in the States yet, is this Donkey Kong jet flying game. So that's already game. out in Japan? It's out, it's been out in Japan for a couple weeks. And it was really? between, it was between Hajime no Ippo and this DK Taru jet or whatever it's called here. And you didn't go for Donkey Kong? But it looks so bad. It's just like, it's Donkey Kong flying around on a track. Did you not play Diddy Kong Racing? That game was fun. But it's, I don't know, is this going to be fun with motion controls? Uh, I mean, I like, I all I know is that I like Diddy Kong Racing. There's a preview up somewhere. Where is this? Uh, I looked, I looked at I the screenshots. To. I don't know. It's just, it, it, watch a video of it. You can go to YouTube and type in Donkey Kong Jet or DK Jet and you can see a preview of it. it just, it looks very boring. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's not what I'm looking for on the Wii. I'm not looking for a racing game that uses motion controls. You know? Okay. Fair enough. 
Well, maybe I'll sell back the other one and buy that one. I, I don't know. It just it doesn't. Look I think fun you should take a hit for the team. All right. Well, maybe in a couple of weeks I'll I'll do that one. Uh, a game that sort of did look interesting uh, to me though is this game, No More Heroes. I read about it on GoNintendo.com, and they have uh, they have a link to an X Play. The X Play did a, like a video preview of it. It comes yeah. from the guy who made Killer Seven. Suda Fifty One. Yeah, what's up with that? That's his oh. name is Suda Fifty One. I thought that was like a company. That's an actual person. No, it's his name. It's like you know, like Prince, I guess. Oh, maybe he's a clone. I don't know. The game uses see this. What we're all waiting for, I think, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Wombat, we're waiting for a Wii game that really shows off the motion control, that the motion control can be accurate, uh, especially in like an action-type setting. With Red Steel, we were all hoping that the sword movements were going to be like these one-to-one sword movements, uh, like realistic. When you swing the sword, it's going to mimic your movements on the screen. But that was not the case. Not this, even uh, no. Not even a little. This No More Heroes is an action game where you have a, like a lightsaber-like thing. And it looks very violent. And it looks like the sword movements might be one-to-one, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm holding, it, it, I'm, you don't know that yet. I don't know. I'm holding out hope. It looks cool. I, I recommend people go to over the X-Play uh, website and check out the video preview. Uh, it does. Look, there's a lot of blood squirting in it, so I like that. It looks cool. I just hope it's good. I mean, yeah. you know, did you it watch looks the like video? it needs some did work, too. I did watch the video and checked it out. Yeah. The backgrounds look kind of plain. Yes, yes. The game, And it's supposed to come out later this year, so we'll so, see. So, you know, but yeah, exactly. Moving on, uh, some, some uh, Nintendo news. It's confirmed now that Metroid Prime 3 will not have any online play. But have you ever really played a Metroid game for multiplayer? I tried the the DS one, but is is that why you buy a Metroid no. game? You don't buy Metroid no. for multiplayer, so I don't yeah, think it's know, that big a deal. I'm not sort of sold on the whole three uh, first person shooter Metroid Prime. Yeah, I miss. I prefer my 2D Metroid. I as wouldn't well, mind. But... Yeah, I think I would. I think I might prefer the 2D, like with with nice sharp graphics. Yeah, and you would hold your Wiimote sideways and. Maybe shake it if you need to do something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, there right are games now. like that now. That's why, you know. Okay. You know, like Paper Mario. Right. Have you finished that? No. Are you going to go back and play it? <laughs> One day I'll be bored and I'll pop it. <laughs> I just right, got to that right. board where you have to fight that fight 100 guys in a row and they talk between each fight and it, get, oh, and it just that. drags on and it gets really boring. That sounds brutal. It is. All right. Um, moving on. Some, uh, sure. some more news. Mario Party 8 is a big seller, Wombat. It's the fastest Mario Party game ever. And they've sold over 550,000 copies since May 29th. It's the only Mario Party game I've ever owned. Oh, there you go. You contributed to it. Yeah. And well, la- last but it, not but, yeah. least on the Nintendo front... Uh, what else in the what else is new department? The Wii is outselling the PS3 six to one in Japan, and it certainly has nothing to do with like availability because PS3s are everywhere and Wiis are nowhere to be found. But okay, now let's do this. Let's think this through. Okay. Before we before we jump to conclusions. Okay. It, we could we could theoretically say that three Wiis cost as much as one PS3. 
Um, no, it's it's less than that. Wii is twenty five thousand yen in Japan, and the PS three is fifty to sixty thousand, depending on. Which so it's uh, you get. two two and a half yeah, Wii's. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two and a half Wii's. Okay, so now it's really because if you do it number wise, uh-huh. you go by by amount like total cash brought in. So now it's more like oh. three to one. Even yeah, a little Sony's, less. Sony's losing money on every PS3 they sell. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, you know, they're still... Yeah. It's a okay. it's, Yes, the Wii is selling a lot more than the PS3, but the Wii also costs a lot put less a, than the PS3. Yeah, there's 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 more than one spin on this. It's really worth Okay. Going. Well, let's move on to Sony. Let's segue right into Sony. Okay, Wombat? Okay. Sure. Okay. Now, gotten <laughs> a lot of uh, messages... Directed at me, calling me a Microsoft fanboy, saying I have a lot of PS3 hate, and I would like to share them with you right now. This one was actually, here's one that was actually emailed to me. I can tell by the different font in the outline. There you go. So this is from Jagged Edges. He says, here, here, here he goes. He just really lays into me. As a stupid Microsoft fanboy that you are, you stated that Oblivion on PS3 had a year more for development. You nitwit. Do you even use your idiotic brain to think that Bethesda did not start developing both versions at the same time? They probably just got the develop- development kits of the 360 a year earlier than the PS3. They didn't take the 360 assets of the game and use the 360 PS3 converter to make the PS3 version. I know that's how the level of your brain works, but not in the real world. And also, they had to program it to the specifications of the PS3. It has always been that you find every possible way to spin any PS3 news negatively, seeing that you quickly brought up achievements. What useless value do do achievements add to the game? So use that sausage-eating brain of yours before you say something stupid next time, and stop with the foolish snickering every time you read a PS3 news. Wombat is the only one with common sense on that show. Keep it up. I will. All right, I'm going to go read the next one, and then I will respond. There's, there's one more, and then I will respond. Thomas96 says, I enjoyed the show. I thought most of it went well. I started to stop listen- I started to stop listening when Chibi just made a mockery of the PS3 yet again. First, the clip of bullshit when Sony Camp makes a comparison of their PS3 versus the Xbox Live. The only difference is that they're... More content available on Xbox Live. No one is taking that clear advantage away by saying the two are similar. After the first mockery, then the Ridge Racer clip. However, when we get to the Xbox portion, talking about BS answers answers for a serious problem, a couple of jokes, and there's no mockery made there. I think he's talking about the uh, hardware failures. Yeah. Okay. First of all, you think the only difference between PlayStation Network and Xbox Live is the amount of content available? Are you kidding me? Are you insane? Have you played Xbox 360? Do you have Xbox Live? Friends lit? I mean, the fact that I can invite friends to games, I mean, that's kind of like a big difference, I would say. The fact that I can pull up my friends list no matter where I am when I'm inside Do you get knocked off of online games a lot when you play on your PS3? I, I have not even bothered to play an online game on PS3. What PS3 online game am I? Oh, I did play... Um, Calling all, cars. calling all cars. And I played Resistance. I, yeah, I, played I tried Resistance playing, the, and Japanese I couldn't people. get through a full game of anything without getting thrown off. Using Wi-Fi or no? Well, when I use Wi-Fi, I tend yeah. to stay on longer. When I use That's my wired odd. connection, I get kicked off quicker. 
That's really weird. I mean, I don't see how you can say in any way that PlayStation Network and Xbox Live are similar. You know, or I think what the Sony rep said that they're basically the same. I mean, yeah, the concept is the same. The execution couldn't be more different. I'm not saying that, you know, Sony, you know, won't fix that at some point. But come on. It's common sense. Well, I mean, even Wombat. <laughs> come on. Help me out here. Help me out here, Wombat. I do agree with you. Yes. The Xbox Live setup, Xbox Live in general, is much better than the PlayStation Online. I do think there are a lot of things about the place, about the PS3 that I do like better. I do like the startup better on the PS3. I like the layout of the, of the main screen. You like the cross media bar. I like the cross media bar. I like the simplicity of it. I like that better than right. I do the uh right but I'm talking than, about than, Xbox I'm talking about the online experience and to but say the online experience even... overall is tremendously better on the on the 360 Thank you. I will okay. have to say that Thank you I mean I don't okay enough enough of that I mean I listen I am not a Microsoft fanboy I am telling you my opinion of these two gaming systems I have them both I would l- I want more than anything to enjoy them both to the to the maximum to the max, Wombat. I could care the less max. how many units Sony sells or how many units Microsoft sells. I don't give a shit about any of that. I just want to have the best possible experience I can have on each system. That's all, Wombat. That's all I'm saying. Is that so wrong? Well, did you download that uh, that new game on the PS3? Uh, uh, Super Geometry Wars Planet game? Yeah, Spaceship in Circle, Shooty, 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 McShoot. Yes, actually, I really like that game, Super Stardust uh, game, HD. Yeah, Super Stardust. That game was pretty sweet. And I know you downloaded it because you had to email me to let me know that you beat my score. Which is very I mature didn't just of beat you. your score. I crushed your score. Yes, very mature. It's uh, it's. I actually <laughs> like it. I actually like it better than Geometry Wars. I think it's a better game than Geometry Wars. It is a better uh, game. You know, instead of you know, basically, it's like Geometry Wars, except you sort of rev- you go around a planet. It's like more 3D. The graphics are a lot better. You have different weapons. It's sort of like a cross between asteroids and geometry wars. My only disappointment was that when I first fired up the game, I had to agree to an online user agreement. And then, then there was no online play. <laughs> so I was like, sort of got my hopes up for nothing. Uh, the game is $8. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And I like the music, too. I like that cheesy techno stuff. So. <laughs> I like the flamethrower. I definitely, you know, I think I like that better than calling all cars, too. Oh, it's much better than calling all cars. It seems like, and it's, you know, it's uh, it's a pretty intense game, too. I mean, you really got to focus power, too. And I'm so bad. Like, I'm laughably yeah. bad at that game. It's definitely good. Uh, we talked about Ninja Gaiden already. Uh, oh, I have a correction to make, Wombat. Oh. I guess a show, a show or two ago... I had mentioned when I was saying that I've we finally got some Sony PR contacts. I mentioned that uh, it came about because you had emailed them and complained. Yes, but that's not where it came from. That is apparently not where it has come from. Uh, I spoke to our PR rep, and she is telling me that actually somebody had listened at, to the show <laughs> and heard us complaining, uh-huh. oh. and then sent sent it on to her, and then she heard it and then contacted us. But it still revolves around me complaining. <laughs> okay, Wombat. Well, 
Whatever makes you feel better. I'll take it where I can get it. So, and then and it's sort of related. You know, Sony's having this big Killzone 2 party at E3. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not that big. It's just it's it's an exclusive Killzone 2 party. They only sent out 150 invites. In fact, the invites are actually numbered like X out of 150 on the actual invite. What number are you? <laughs> I'm number uh, 155, I think. <laughs> 220. <laughs> so close. So, so I didn't get one, and I contacted my Sony PR rep, and she's like, there's nothing I can do. I'm not working on the party. I'm not even allowed to really talk about it. So you have to you know, email this person and ask them. And so they, so she gave me the email address and I emailed the guy and I put together this really nice email, uh, basically outlining, you know, how much traffic cheap ass gamer gets, how many listens, the, you know, how many downloads the CADcast gets, you know, how I was on the cover of the wall street journal, my three Bloomberg appearances, you know, my whole, you know, my whole hot shit, uh, <laughs> resume, I guess you'd call it. Yes. I even sent him your 30th birthday present, the unboxing uh, video. Oh, very nice. So he wrote me back. After all this, I put together this very impressive email. He wrote me back and he's like, you know, I'm sorry, we're holding, and this is a quote, unfortunately, we're holding a very exclusive media event and we can't make any exceptions for invites. Sorry about that, but I hope you understand. So I can't, uh, I can't wait for you to take the picture of Wilmer Valderrama walking in. To that party that you weren't invited to? Right, right. Paris Hilton well, will be there. Right, Paris Hilton's out of jail. I was going to write something like that. Like, I, that's stuff, stuff like that Like gets under my skin for some reason. I don't know. I like to feel important even though I'm probably not. But, but at know. least that's, you know what the party's about. It's about – yeah, that's what, I, that's what I really wanted to go and it sounds awesome. And so I was like upset and I was going write, to write back something like – obnoxious and it took like all my willpower to not do it but i wrote back something i don't know this i'll read to, i'll read uh i'll read to you what i actually wrote back thanks for the response please keep me in mind if any of your invites get returned to sender and for your less important events <laughs> <laughs> so and then in the meantime please be sure to check out the CADcast. uh currently the most currently the fourth most popular gaming podcast on dig there you go. And don't forget, so, you forgot the, and P.S., send us free crap. Well, I don't even care about the free crap, frankly, but anyway. Yeah, but I, I like giving away prizes. We should get prizes from Sony. We should. That's what we do. Okay. Need. We should be getting prizes. Moving on a little bit, some news items. Uh, do you remember um, back in CADcast number 77, we were talking about Warhawk and the fact that they were going to release it with a bluetooth headset uh in retail yes, yes. uh it's going to be a downloadable game but they're also going to have this retail uh package with a headset and we were guessing on what the price would be and if you listen on cast number 77 at the 41 minute mark gpd comes through and guesses that it's going to be 60 dollars, and sure enough one up has confirmed it you're a genius you're the nostradamus of uh the video game podcast that's right, baby. That's right. Yeah. Who runs Barter Town, baby? Who runs Barter Town? You should be. Uh, I you do. should be proud. I don't know. Okay. Um, so there you go. It's going to come with a Jabra BT125 Bluetooth headset. Can I use that with my cell phone too? Yeah, you can. But see, the, now now Bluetooth. there's added value to that. That's true. 
I if you can... have a Bluetooth cell phone, you can use the say, that headset with it. There you go. Added value. So, All right. This next item, Wombat, you something you wanted to talk about. Well, I wanted to talk about it not so much for the article itself, which is an interesting read. I read it. You read okay. it also at this point, I'm assuming. Sure. It's an article from Wired.com about uh, Sony's lost exclusives, and it goes through the lists of games that were once exclusive to uh, Sony's new console that uh, no longer no longer are, that are now going to either right. appear on the 360 first or eventually show up on the 360. And, okay. you know, also, is you know, how is it going to affect it? Is this going to kill it? You know, who knows? They talk about Grand Theft Auto 4, Assassin's Creed, uh, Devil May Cry 4, Virtua Fighter 5, Beautiful Katamari, Fatal Inertia. And then they go on and say, you know, what is the fate of Metal Gear Solid 4 and uh, Final Fantasy 13? Um, I think we both agree that Metal Gear Solid 4 will be on the 360. Right. I mean, it won't be. It'll be a year after the PS3 version, but right. it'll show up. I think it's pretty okay. much a done deal at this point. Um, right. But what I found to be most interesting was how I found this article, because I don't really go to Wired.com often. Right. I came across this article because I went to major... I was... You know, I have that thing that you made me set up, that Google Alerts thing. The Google homepage. Yes. And there were my Major Nelson headlines, and that's where I found this article, was on Major Nelson's website. Right. And then I started thinking, is it, is that really just kind of a jerkwad move? Is that appropriate? I agree that he doesn't need to be doing stuff like that. And he does it in a way, so it's... You know, what did he write? He wrote, uh, what are your, th-? he posts the link and he goes, what are your thoughts on the article and the titles? Yeah, I don't, th- he doesn't need to do that. I mean, what's the point, really? <laughs> why, why, why kick someone when they're down? Is really, and it kind of bothered me a little bit. Like, cause he's, he's a nice guy and he doesn't need to do that. Right. He should be above the whole thing. I don't think, I don't think people are coming to majornelson.com to read about Sony news. And you or know, bad it, just, you're right. it, 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 it does come across as a little douchey to me. And he just, you know, it's it's not necessary. It's not necessary. And I just wanted to point that out. I'm like, and I know, you know, maybe the people from Microsoft are listening. The 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 gamers score spots, gamers spot squirt blog, and <laughs> the gamer squirt blog, and uh, maybe they'll they'll send them a nice little email saying, you know what, don't don't kick Sony while they're down. It's not classy. Really, right? We we can get away with being not classy because we have That's "s" right. in the title of our show. Exactly. But you can't. So mm-hmm. there you go. All right, moving on to Microsoft. So I had the opportunity the other day. I was in a, one of my favorite used game stores, and they were selling the 120. They had a used 120 gigabyte hard drive for 7,800 yen, which is a little bit under seventy dollars probably like $65 and I took it and I had it in my hand and and I actually set off the little alarm that was on it. They had some sort of like anti-theft alarm. I sent it off, but I was thinking about if I was going to buy it or not. And then I was like, you know, I mean, so it's so cheap. I mean, that's, you got to admit that's cheap. That is cheap. I'm thinking like, I don't have access to the video marketplace anymore. So what the hell do I need a big hard drive for? I have no idea. Hard, so you don't have that, hard drive envy? That was it. Oh, so speak, speaking of, of envy, after I got nuked from that Killzone 2 party, mm-hmm. I was feeling 
my my e penis was like very shriveled, just as if I jumped into like a cold ocean. So I uh, bought myself a twenty two inch widescreen computer monitor. Nice. Now my e penis is big. Did you email other people in the industry and ask them if they were invited, like the guys from <laughs> like the Kotaku guys? Like any of you guys get invited to the kill? I can't Maybe. believe we weren't invited. Maybe it's I so did that. We're gonna throw our own kill zone party. They were invited, though. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> everyone was invited. I know. Well, let's t- look. When you run a website called Cheap Ass Gamer, you just have to work harder, you know. And some t- some people some look some people get shit handed to them on a silver platter, and some people got to work for it. I got to bust my ass for everything I get. You should you should start dating Hillary Duff. Then you'd be invited. Yeah, that's right. That'll, that'll be well, that'll go over well. Okay, so I didn't buy the hard drive because I figured I didn't need it, but I did buy Call of Juarez. I'm gonna ask you, Call of Juarez. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Juarez. I had just finished Gun, which I liked, by the way. I enjoyed the experience of playing through Gun. It's a fun game. I would recommend renting it most definitely. It's a short game, so I would not recommend paying more than $20 for it. And even at $20, it's still a short game. Not a lot of replay value. That that is very short. I like those Western-type game, Western shooter games. I liked uh, Red Dead Revolver on the PlayStation 2. I I had that game, and I really enjoyed that. So Call of Juarez was getting Sunset Riders, you ever play that one? Well, that's not yeah. That's just a, like a shooter, like an arcade, like a, a shoot 'em up type thing. Well, that's not really cowboys. Yeah, I know, I know what it is. So I figured, you know, Call of Juarez was getting sort of mixed reviews. Give it a shot. I don't care. I'll, I got some plays or credit still, uh, and I will. Uh, I bought it. I did cash out a lot of my plays or monies though. Really? Yeah, I figured. You know, what if they? Uh, go out of business or something. I don't want to be left holding my, my dick in my hand. So that means I should be checking my mailbox? For what? For money? <laughs> no. For my dick? For things from PlayAsia that you give to me cashing out? No, 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 no. I cashed out in money. Real. Oh, in real, in real actual physical dollars. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I figured, you know, I got I got this E3 trip I got to pay for and. That's Whatever. true. Anyway, things. Call, yes. Call of, call of Juarez. Call so of Juarez. It's it's one of these games that sort of makes this classic blunder where they decide to have you play through as like two different characters. One is the stealth character and one is the the action character. I it's hate like that. The, you know, like the the first Hulk game did that. Um, I'm sure there's other games that do that. Well, we were just saying that uh, Vampire Reign has like the stealth levels. And has that ever worked? Action levels. I don't know if that has ever been successful. Here, so, I mean, I'm maybe six chapters in yeah. so far. Stealth, mixing stealth levels at, with, with heavy action levels, it's not like chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah, because the contrast is so severe, it's like you just want to go back to killing everybody. Yeah. So far, though, I haven't had that big of a problem with the stealth levels. It has. They haven't been frustrating, really. Uh, the game itself, I think the game looks pretty good. Like the graphics are pretty nice, very colorful. Looks a hell of a lot better than Gun. Gun is a very drab-looking game. It's very brown. This game's got a lot of green in it. 
Uh, it's got a similar shooting mechanic to gun where you can slow down time. Although I admit I like the gun implementation a little bit better. Gun, you just push a button and then you can slow down time and have full control over your movement and stuff like that. When th In this one, you have to holster your guns and then do the special concentration draw. And then you have these two, circ two cursors that go across the screen and you can't control them like totally. You know, you have like some degree of control over them. And then, you know, you pull the trigger when it's over the target. So I like the gun one better. But so far, Call of Wars is not bad. It's got an online multiplayer component I haven't, I haven't tried out yet. It does have some sort of co-op mode, but I meant to, to try that out before I got on the show today. But I haven't. Uh, it's definitely worth a rental. Do you know anyone else who has the game? <laughs> no, I don't. How are you going to play co-op? I don't know. They should have released this another another game. It should have been released at 40, but I don't know. So far, I'm enjoying it. How, I'll probably... how come people will send us nasty emails when we don't pronounce the Mario properly? But I, you've said Call of Juarez, and you pronounced that wrong the whole time. How are you supposed to say it? Juarez, if you want to make oh, our fans happy. Everything has to be pronounced with an accent. Dude, I'm a white Jew from New York living in Tokyo. Do you think I'm Call of Juarez. Say it right, get, otherwise we'll get nasty gonna... emails. All right, whatever. All right. Um, I really wanted to pick up The Darkness. I went to Akihabara this week, and they, they were sold out. So, I don't know. That's Speaking what I really wanted. Speaking of mosquito bites, I'm getting eaten alive while we do this show. Right. All right, let's run through some uh, some Microsoft stuff. And I'll probably pick up The Darkness once I get my 360 back. But did I mention I still don't have it? Yeah. Do you have any idea when it's coming back? Yes, I should have it on Friday. I, it, it shipped oh. out yesterday. Right. They had it sitting unrepaired. They had it sitting there for nine days, ten days before it was, uh, f before they decided either A, they fixed it, who knows, or they shipped me another one. Wow. That's terrible. And I called. You know why? Why? Because they have too many Xbox 360s there and they don't have time to fix them all anymore. Yep, we have a story about that actually. I know, and I was reading the, uh, that that you have the story and where it's you where you have it down is just a uh, a UK problem, right? It's not just a UK problem. It is a yep. it is a worldwide problem. According to this Destructoid uh, article, the UK they get fifteen hundred to twenty five broken three sixties uh show up at their facility every day. It's probably more than that here. And they are outsourcing them to other countries. Yeah. Oh, that will definitely. What they do here, well you and I both kind of assume what they do here. And that's probably yeah. true. I mean the guy on the phone flat out told me that the place that you know, you call the place and they ship out the boxes from that place. But when it goes uh -huh. back, they don't actually get repaired at that at at the you know where you call it's a whole different center yeah, we actually had an email from somebody and he was saying he actually used to work in mccallan texas that's where the xbox 360 repair center is and he said the interesting thing about mccallan texas is that it's basically on the border of mexico it is the so border. that he's it is the border and he worked it is the border so he was saying that he believes that, you know, you ship your 360 to McAllen, Texas, and then that just goes in a truck across the border where Mexicans work on it for $50 a week. Well, if you go to Google Maps and go to the street level view to the address, yeah. 
the the yeah. repair center address. It looks like it a big just looks like it, it, it's a, just a big trucking garage. Yeah. So and it makes sense because I think the three sixties. I was asking Chris Grant about this, and he was saying that the three sixties are are actually built in Mexico. Is that true? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So that, but I guess, and the the guy who emailed me, he was saying that you know that's could be a problem why a lot of people get you know broken three sixty sent back to them is that you know these are guys making fifty dollars a week in Mexico. There's a lot of turnover there. A lot of job turn. Oh, I'm I'm sure so, it's ridiculous. So they're not, you're not getting what you would call like a skilled labor. And there's so many of them. I mean, it used to be right. when I sent mine over a year ago. Exactly, it took a long time for them to get me the actual coffin. That was the problem. That was my problem the yep. first time. It took them forever to get me the box. Then once they got me the box, it took forever for it to get there. Once it got there, they shipped it back to me in two days. Hmm. You know, I didn't have it in Tuesday, but but it left McAllen, Texas, or as we call it, Mexico, in two days. And right. now it took over 10 days because, when, like they said, yeah, you know, it's just there's so many there. They don't have time to work on them when they show up like they used to. Hmm. All right. Let's, let's uh, go over a few uh, Xbox news stories. <laughs> this is this is from Kotaku. It's, it's, EA is so good, like... They are bringing like sponsorship to the next level. You know, first you have you have like the Burger King guy in Fight Night. You have all the you know the ads in the games, of course. Now we got sponsored achievements. So in uh, the upcoming NCAA uh, 08, they have uh, Old Spice is sponsoring some of the achievements. Um, they have the. If you have a red zone efficiency rating of 100%, you unlock the Old Spice Red Zone Perfection Achievement. And also, uh, if you <laughs> if you have a comeback in the fourth quarter, you'll unlock the prestigious Pontiac Fourth Quarter Comeback Achievement. And it actually, you know, it says that in the achievement. Well, I mean, here's what it comes down to is, is do we, will we see those savings at any point? Never. Never, never, never. That's never. the that's the problem. I don't mind. I think it's kind of cool. I don't mind it at all. My problem is is what do I what do I get for seeing your advertisement? What's my reward right. for for reading your red zone advertise your Nothing. old spice advertisement? Exactly. If Nothing. the game was twenty dollars and loaded with advertisements, I'd be like, well, yeah, of course it's loaded with advertisements. The game cost me twenty dollars. Right. It's not a twenty dollar game. Or how about some free download content? <laughs> From EA? That we'll never get, exactly. Right, good luck with that. Don't hold your breath on exactly. that one. You know, so you I might won't. argue that these, in some cases, and I think you can make a, a strong argument, that in some cases, ads may enhance the experience like you're, you know, of realism. So, like, you know, you're playing a sports game, and, you know, you see, like, the, the realistic ads in the stadium, and... You know, I think I don't think anyone is really opposed to that. Oh, they and right like, now you watch a football game, they brand everything. Yes, there's the Nokia course, play of the game and all that crap. I expect that, and they do that, and they do that in the game too. I, I, I just don't know if they need to add it to the actual achievement list. I mean, <laughs> only sort of only if we get something in return. That's all I'm asking okay. for. You get you get nothing. You get nothing and like it. Pretty much. Okay, let's move on. Uh, once again, Microsoft is running their Bringing It Home campaign uh, during E3. So people uh, not in attendance will be able to download 
uh, the press conference, uh, get game trailers and pictures and themes and demos and all kinds of good stuff. I know people really were into it. And I should have my 360 back just in time. People really liked it last year, I remember. And it was, I was awesome. In some, it was awesome. I remember even though I was at the show, I remember being a little jealous that I didn't have like my 360 with me and couldn't download the stuff. Um, well, that's because so you had to wait on a line to. to play the games that I was able to download at home. There you go. There you go. GPD doesn't wait in line. Yeah, okay, Mr. Party Man. <laughs> Nobody puts GPD in the corner. <laughs> okay. And lastly, we have this story, which is alarming for PS3 owners. 1UP is reporting that the football games that are coming out this summer, will the Madden 08 NCAA and the 2K Sports game, are, are going to run at 60 frames per second on the Xbox 360. Good news, right? But yes. on the PS3, they're only going to be running at 30 frames per second. That's not good. Now, previously, uh, Madden games have run at 30 frames per second on everything. Okay. But but now they've somehow been able to take it to the next level with the 360. But uh, something happened with the PS3 version. Um, pretty pretty weird. So Daroga on the CAG forums had this to say about it. He said, uh, this screams of developer laziness. And this is the kind of stuff that irritates me when buying third-party cross-platform games. They really can't harness the PS3's massive power to make it run well. They can't make some Wii controls that don't completely suck. I guess the difference comes between can't and won't. Well, first of all, it's probably yeah. not the... It's the publisher that's going to make the call there, I'm pretty sure. They don't want to spend the extra time. It would probably... Well, they would probably need two two completely teams out of would be working on both versions of the game simultaneously. The 360 version and the PS3 version. Uh, is the PS3 version a port of the 360 version? Is that why is is that why they're, you know, in the transition they had to lower the frame rate? Did they develop this completely separately and they couldn't find a way to make it uh 30 frames 60 frames per second? I you know, I'm asking the questions that I don't know the answer to. I don't to. know. One up says uh, extra time and familiarity with the 360 hardware could have influenced the development, as could the purported difficulty in programming for the PS3's multiprocessor architecture. So, there you go. I also find it hard to believe that the Madden team from Electronic Arts would have trouble programming for the PlayStation. <laughs> right, I know. It's a cash cow. You think they would? I guess they just don't. You think? You know what it probably comes down. They, Here's what yeah. it comes down to. There's just not that many PS3s out there right now, and they aren't willing to put in the resources at this time. I mean, if the PS3, if there was, were, yeah, if there were many PS3s out there as there were 360s, you'd probably get. Well, a if you sim- take into account version. broken 360s, the number is probably more close to even than you'd think. Yeah, it's, a, it's not a bad point. Not a bad point. Okay. Lastly, uh, I lied. This is the real last thing. And I am very much looking forward to uh, 2K8, by the way. Oh, okay. I went through the roster with Chipwreck. Yeah. I was just going through the roster. I just think the roster is awesome. All right. So is is uh, a yeah. Refrigerator Perry on the roster? The Refrigerator Perry is there. There are, is on there. There are some really bad omissions for one reason or another. I'm sure it had to do with money. But you know, no Bo Jackson. <laughs> no Bo Jackson. No Bo Jackson. 
No Bo Jackson, which is such a huge downer. Gotta have the Bo run. Uh, but the Boz is there, which I don't understand why that is. Like, there's a lot of people that I have no idea how they made it. Like, Brian Bosworth shouldn't be there. Neil O'Donnell shouldn't be there. But there is guys like Dick Butkus. But there's no Jim Brown. I mean, it's, uh, it's weird. But, uh, it still looks like it would be a real, like a really good. Gail Sayers is there. But no Lynn Swan. All right. Now you're, you're, no you're basically speaking a foreign language to me right now, so. I know, I but I kind of geeked out reading reading the uh, the roster. There are some really okay. good players there. Like I All completely right. football nerded out reading that roster, and I wasn't looking forward to the game until I read it. Uh, go to the website, the two K eight no. website, All Pro Football two K eight, and read the roster if you're a football fan, and you may be pleasantly surprised with some of the players that they added. There are some nice obscure classic players. You know, when I first saw Dave Meggett's name on there, I was I was impressed. The running back from the Giants from the Can 80s. Can we stop talking about this game now? Because uh, I'd like to move on. Sure, fine, bye, go. <laughs> I don't think people give a shit about Dave Meggett at this point. They're probably yes, sleeping. They do. they do. Okay. Last people for like Microsoft. Football. No, they don't. People who listen to the show don't like football. I'm telling you. I like football. <laughs> I know, obviously. Have you seen or heard about the racist Forza cars that are available in the Forza 2 auctions? <laughs> yes. I like how we segued from football to Nazi cars. Right. Yes, I saw the Nazi Dave cars. Is a, Dave Meggett is a known Nazi sympathizer. Nazi car, yeah. Is that his first name? Now I feel like I got his first name wrong. But yeah. yeah I think He's the guy it. in the Giants, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's him. So people are basically, what they're doing is they're, you know, you can... Totally customize your own cars and force it to paint them any way you want, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I've seen this too, actually. Uh, I've seen it while going through the auctions. Some people are making like Nazi cars and, you know, with swastikas on them and saying like Hail Hitler and stuff like that and, you know, selling them. So it's sort of controversial because Microsoft hasn't been able to wipe them out totally and, you know, it says on, in the Xbox Live online user policy, users are not allowed to publish, distribute, or disseminate any topic, name, material, file, or information that incites discrimination, hate, or violence towards one person or a group because of their race, religion, nationality, transgender status, homosexual status, or HIV AIDS status, or that insults the victims of, or of crimes against humanity by contesting the existence of those crimes. So there goes, I guess I can't make the, uh, my Holocaust denial car. <laughs> Would it have a big picture of Mel Gibson on it? Right. And I hate trannies is out the window too. Yeah. Yeah. No, no tranny, the tranny mobile, hmm. the tranny or, former. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm not done laughing at that one. What about my hello? You have AIDS car. <laughs> that, that's no good too, I guess. The full blown AIDS mobile. Every time I get called a fag playing Halo 3, that person is violating the uh, online user policy of Xbox Live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That Every time someone calls you, any one time anyone drops you the new F word, because that's what they call it now right. on the news, the other F word. Right. Uh, yeah. They're basically, uh, they can get kicked off of Xbox Live for that. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> insult. Mm-hmm. So you can't insult the victims of crimes against humanity. So like if I... Want to make fun of like the victims of Dafar, the Dufar uh, genocide and stuff? The Dafar. 
Wow. All right. <laughs> the crazy <laughs> Defar cruiser. What do you mean? <laughs> cancel, cancel my genocide mobile. All right. So I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. And yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's move on to some shopping news. And don't forget to post your offensive cars in the CAGCast forum. <laughs> no. Don't do that. <laughs> Please don't. Please, Please don't do that. <laughs> I got enough problems. I can't get into that. I can't get into the kill zone party. Soon I'm not going to be able to buy Nazi cars anymore. <laughs> no more Nazi cars. But the abortion mobile is only uh, 200,000 credits. <laughs> the abortion mobile. It's a pink oh, car boy. with red stripes. Oh, that's and gross. A, okay. And a hanger. It's got a hanger. And a, and a hanger. Okay. Let me run quickly through the best of the weekly ads. Big shout out to Speedy1961, of course, uh, for hooking it up. Uh, let's see what we got. We got Ghost Recon 2 and Rainbow Six for the 360, 40 bucks each at Circuit City. Circuit City is having Rainbow the best Six deals, like, uh, Vegas. Yes, which is great right. because they're releasing the map packs for free. That's right, both of them. Both of them. Both of them. So that should be good. We should have some CAG, CAG cast or CAG uh, Rainbow Six Nights once those map packs are free. Should, yeah, uh, and I have my 360 back. That. I'm all over that. I like that game a also, lot, actually. So yeah, it's a good game. Also, Shadowrun for the PC, thirty-eight bucks with a free wireless Xbox three sixty receiver, which is they that's just pretty can't good. That's, give that game away, can they? No, they have to throw in like a lot of stuff for you to get to buy that. Uh, what else? Call of Duty three for forty bucks for three sixteen PS three. I just finished that this week, actually. Oh yeah, look at me. My nerd points are over thirteen thousand, my friend. You are the nerd among nerds. Well, you think with credentials like that, you'd be able to get into the to the kill zone party, right? You know what? I'm going to show up anyway. I think you should. I'm going to pull up in my Nazi car and just honk the horn until they let me in. All Good right. And what else we got? I don't know. Marvel Ultimate Alliance for PS3 and 360, also forty bucks at Circuit City. You know, course, you know, with those out. rules, they should be able. They should have to ban anyone who makes their own version of the General Lee with its Confederate flag on the roof. I have a general. I have one. I know. I'm sure you do. A lot of people do. I but bought that one. Car I bought one. That car violates the terms of service for the game. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. The Confederate flag is a racist reminder of slavery in the South. It is. Yes. I thought it was a reminder of uh, corrupt police officers and Dodge Chargers and jumping over that's, that's, lakes. That, that, that's not uh, the case for many people out there. It, there's a, okay. a case for offensiveness that you could be banned from, theoretically, you could be banned from Xbox Live for driving that car. Dude, Dude they're not banning the Nazi cars. They're not, <laughs> I, think I, I think I can get by with my generally. Okay. Yeah, let's... You. Oh, wait. Uh, speaking of shopping news, uh, Ty B uh, wanted us to talk about something. Hey, guys, what is your take on the recent U.S. Supreme Court decision lifting the ban on price floors? It could have a profound effect on the deals and general pricing practices many of us have come to take for granted. Yes, it's basically saying there was a law saying that it was illegal for a company to put a uh, a ceiling, a price ceiling, a floor, a price floor on a product. So saying you can't sell this price below $20. And they've gotten rid of that law. So now you can't, the, uh, a 
company can do that. The manufacturer can tell the retailer the lowest price they can sell the item for. Right. But here's the problem with that. And here's why I think we don't have to worry about it. And certainly I'm not an expert. It's just my opinion. I don't think a manufacturer is going to have the balls to go to a big retailer like Best Buy, Walmart, Circuit City, any any of these guys and say, you can't sell this product below this price. They want to be in these guys' good great, you know, good graces. They're fighting for shelf space. They're fighting for, you know, all kinds of stuff, promotions. I don't think they can want to do anything that's going to sort of sour their relationship with the retailers. So I wouldn't get all worried about this quite yet. Let's wait until we see uh, this in action before we get upset. I agree. What do you um, think? Actually, I do agree with you. Frightening. Okay. I think that, uh, you know, yeah, as soon as if, no one's going to tell Walmart they can't do what they want. It's Walmart. That's what Walmart exactly. does. Um, it's the retailers also, who hold the power, you know? It's not the manufacturers. It's the retailers. That, that there's no, you know, once a manufacturer sets the price floor, they can change that price floor at any time as well. So even yeah. if they did set the price floor at $20, say when... For in the video game world, the games released at sixty dollars. They set a price floor at twenty. Retailers need to be—they need to be able to clear out products. The game doesn't sell; that price floor can change. Yeah, I mean, it just—it has. No. They need to have that option. So I don't think that the manufacturer is going to take that that ability away from them. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay, on to the cag bag wombat. Yes, it's full. It's very full. Uh, let's start off right away with EC Mazza. Talking to me, I believe, he says, you say no to pirated video games, etc., but you seem to have no problem downloading free TV shows or movies, etc. Am I missing something here? And a few other No, you're not. Have... You're a hypocrite. No, no. Listen. Here's my stance. I'm, gonna, I'm going to, to lay it on the line here and give you my stance okay. once and for all. Okay, hypocrite me. I don't give a crap what you do. I don't care what you do. If you want to pirate games... Go ahead and pirate games. I'm not going to let you, you know, use my website to do so. Arr. But if you want to do that, if you feel like that's okay and it doesn't bother you, knock yourself out. I don't care. I'm not going to call the police on you. My friend, uh, I told you my friend bought an R4 card, the, the, the thing that lets mm-hmm. you play uh, the bootleg DS games. Do you think he's not my friend anymore? Do you think like, I, I don't talk, you know, I, uh, you know, I give him the cold shoulder now? No. Yes, I think you do. I think you actually refer to him now as R4. <laughs> What's up, R4? It doesn't bother him, and uh, he says that he's still going to buy games, and he has no moral problem with it, so that's fine. Knock, I, you know, He can knock himself out. For me, I can go if I wanted to, I can go buy an R4 car. They sell them all over the place here, but I'm not going to do it because, for me, it's not right for me, so I'm not going to do it. Now, TV shows and movies, I did not do this until I had no real legal way of downloading these movies. And look, I'm not going to say that I'm the most moral guy on the planet, but I personally, I don't have a problem, a moral problem, downloading TV shows that are broadcast for free to you guys in America that I have no other way of getting. You know, I don't see that as a big problem. 
and downloading movies that I have no way of watching otherwise that, you know, I'm not taking money out of these guys' pockets. It's not, it's not like I can just, you know, go to the theater and watch these movies because uh, a lot of the movies never come here. And, and if they do make it on DVD, it's like a year later. And screw it. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. You can't wait that long to see Knocked Up. Right, exactly. And okay, to me... Okay, I think you to simmer and move on. Okay, for me, it's not... I can sleep okay at night with that. It doesn't, it doesn't affect me morally. That's my stance on it, Wombat. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you feel is right. I told you what I think I'm okay with. and Be like know, the everybody's boy. Everybody's a different person. Be like the boy. Just say the line. Okay. We like Roy. MX Power. <laughs> MX Power says, Hey guys, this, while it is true that there will probably be a price drop for the PS3, what do you think Sony will do to make that drop happen? I'm referring to the exclusion of the emotion chip from the European PS3s. I believe that removing the chip from US consoles will be the only way that Sony can cut the price. See, I disagree with you here, uh, MX Power, because, you know, the way this stuff works is the price of production, the price of manufacturing comes down. It's just a fact of life. And as these and it's it's coming down already. The price of these Blu-ray, these expensive Blu-ray parts has already come down. So they don't need to necessarily uh leave stuff out of the PS3 to drop the price as long as, you know, there's a length of time that goes by. So I think, you know, by Christmas time, you'll see you can see a price drop Without having them, without having Sony pull out parts, it's just uh, it's just how stuff works, you know. Okay, Ukine says, "Cheapy, when are you going to let Wombat host the Cadcast? I think it would be interesting if Wombat brought up all the topics and you played the sidekick for a change. It would also make the Wombat haters go batshit insane, which alone would be quite amusing." What about it, Wombat? You're going to put together a show one day and present it to me and. All that good stuff? Present it to you when I have to do a PowerPoint presentation? I mean, email it to me. <laughs> sure, why not? Really? Do you have to be my co-host? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh. Oh. Well, I don't know then. Um, I guess I could work on that. Who knows? Okay. Don't hold your breath, you yeah. can. I've been trying to get him to do anything. Uh, 81 episodes. I'm lucky if I get uh, a single email during the week about some one thing that he wants to talk about. That's like a yes. an anomaly, even if that happens. Okay. It is it's Microshock. a crazy insane thing to happen. Right. Microshock says, "What series do you think has no place to evolve in terms of gameplay, but just do more of the same kind of thing? Grand Theft Auto and Halo are the ones I think have no place to evolve." Oh, see, I think both those games have room to evolve. I think Grand Theft Auto definitely has room to evolve. I mean, the targeting system in the Grand Theft Auto games is pretty annoying. I think I think a great Halo single player would be, uh, you know, a novel step in in the right direction. Okay, there you go. See, I I think like for the multiplayer, you're right. Halo can't really evolve much because it'll, in terms of just like maybe you know get, it can get graphical polish, but people get too pissed off if they change the gameplay too much. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, I still th- I think they do have a. It definitely room to improvements. They need to look at Saints Row and, and see what Saints Row did right and make sure that they incorporate that stuff. All right. Darkness Bear says, since you guys live in such big cities, does that mean you guys don't have any pets? Have you ever owned a bundle of love? And if not, Cheapy, have you ever eaten a dog while living in Japan, you sicko? <laughs> well, I have a dog. 
I have a dog named Zelda that that's around here somewhere. Right. So <laughs> yeah, I picked her up from I picked her up from daycare today. There you go, doggy daycare. I heard all that. Doggy daycare. Well, they, they um, had to do work in my apartment, so we can't have the dog in here when they're doing construction. I had. I used to have pets. I had a my my dad was allergic to cats and dogs, so we never had like a real pet. The best I could do was fish, and I had a ha- I had several hamsters, maybe like five hamsters because they you know they die pretty quickly, uh, and they were all named Lisa. Fluffy. I was gonna say your favorite was Butt Plug Two. That's really funny, Wombat. You're the sicko. And no, I have not eaten dog. That's Vietnam, I think you're thinking of. Well, once when you were drunk and in college. No, no. Japan is not a third world country. But you bought her breakfast the next morning. All right. There there you go. (laughs) I probably wouldn't have bought her breakfast. Probably probably not. she, She probably wasn't around next morning. No. Okay. Uh, la, la, la. Okay, Thomas96 says, Since Manhunt 2 got a rating of AO, what's the likelihood that Grand Theft Auto 4 might get the same treatment? Basically, politicians and media probably can rally the ESRB to give AO ratings to games that are deemed inappropriate. Manhunt 2 couldn't have been that much more different than Manhunt. However, now it gets an AO rating. Had Manhunt 2 come out sooner after the release of Manhunt, it would probably have gotten the same mature rating. You know, I agree with him a lot, actually. I think he's exactly right. It's just the political climate has changed. And I don't know if Grand Theft Auto is going to... I don't think Grand Theft Auto is going to have the same problem because they are different types of games. I mean, Manhunt, you you need to kill people in a violent manner to progress through the game. Grand Theft Auto isn't overly violent, I don't think. Overly graphic. Yeah. But I do yeah. think he's right, though. If Manhunt had 2 had come out, you know, a year and a half ago, I don't think it would, we'd have had this controversy at all. Hmm. It's a good point. I mean, I don't really have much to add to it. I wish I had more, but I don't. Right. MC Bacon says, uh, oh, by the it's way, Mick I got to mention, it's Mick, oh, it's Mick Bacon? Yeah, good point. Yeah. Mick Bacon uh, works on a website called BritishGamingBlog.co.uk, and they do a podcast, and I got a mention on the podcast. Um, How come I did something about Something about my beans. They were talking about my beans. You've got some beans. It was something. It was Franks something. and beans. They were talking about affiliate. It wasn't that interesting, actually. Anyway, yeah. uh, he asks, so suddenly in a strange twist of fate and whatnot, various people in power over the world, presidents and billionaires, decide the year now ends at June 22nd. So, with only six months of games to choose from, what is your game of the year for the first half of 2007? I have one picked if you want me to say it. I'm, I'm looking at my stack. I'm trying to see what I have that actually came out this there year. There hasn't been anything that's been that awesome. I don't think I think I would have to give it to God of War 2. I was thinking the same thing. I'm looking at that. When did Rainbow Six Vegas come out? That was in, in Christmas time, I think. Didn't it? Yeah. Oh, it was it in January. And uh Guitar know. Hero 2 for the 360. I yeah, mean, does that count? I know it. It's Maybe. Yeah. I'm going to go with God of War 2 cuz I I I finished it. I went through the whole game. It's a great game. It's, you know, and the fact that they were able to pull those graphics off on the PS2, I think 
you know, that's something to be, there's something to be said for that. So I'm going to go with that. I'm sticking with that. It's definitely, that is definitely the, the best game of the first six months of the year. So yeah, there you go. I think that's, that's pretty safe to say. Wait, I'm looking up yeah. Rainbow Vegas, Rainbow Six Vegas. Yeah, it came out in uh, in November. So, no, uh, yeah, screw that. I guess because okay. I got it in January. <laughs> there you go. There for you. Yeah. All right. Pawn yeah, takes king says which of the three retro download services, retro gaming download services, Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Store, or Virtual Console, is your favorite right now, and why? Now, this is a no-brainer for me, and I'm guessing you're going to have the same answer, Wanda, but I'm not sure because you surprise me sometimes. If we're talking retro only, I mean, I hate – I'm not a fan of the retro gaming download. I just, you know, I, I, I won't pick any of them because they're all broken. Okay, well, they're all broken. Well, I'm saying Xbox Live Arcade for the following reasons. One, demo on every game. Free demo for every game. Number two, they – if we're just talking about the retro stuff, you know, often they'll they'll give it some enhanced graphics or stuff, or they'll add online play into it. Uh, not to mention the fact that they have you know some original games too. So I think Xbox Live Arcade definitely is the standout here. I don't I don't see how anyone can answer any differently. Really, this you know, Wombat, your answer was a cop out. Oh, I could see uh, I could see how people would really like the Virtual Console. That that makes sense to me. But the pricing is just so skewed. And you can still yeah. get compilations, 30 Genesis games for $20 yeah. for the PlayStation 2, which I can play okay. on my PlayStation 3. Okay, I do take it back. I uh, guess I could yeah. see how people could answer Virtual Console. I, I don't understand why the price, or why why no Virtual Console compilations. Why no Xbox Live Namco Classic compilations? I could buy the Pac-Man collection for my Game Boy Advance, which has every Pac-Man yeah, game know. on it for... For five dollars in some stores, why would I spend five dollars for just Pac-Man? All right, here's a question for you, Wombat. Aggra- Aggravated man says, Wombat, do you think you lost some street cred by making nice with Major Nelson? And then alternatively, uh, VLC VLP3R says, Cheapy, do you think Wombat could take on Major Nelson? And if they get into a fight, would you jump in? <laughs> well, well, to answer the first question, I that would require me to have street cred to begin with. Right, good point. Yeah, I think so. So I don't think I lost any street cred. Can you take Major, Major Nelson in a fight? Um, because it's fake radio, and I could say whatever I want. Of course, I could. Yeah. All right, there you go. And I think he's supposed to be Vic Viper, by the way. It's not V one C V one P three R. People have these crazy names. So look forward look forward to uh your pay-per-view match sometime uh, later this year. That should be really it's a good. Bodog. Bodog.com. All right, do you <laughs> want to answer any more <laughs> of these questions? Have we have we done enough show, Wombat? What do you think? I think we've done a, a good amount of show. I mean, we're about we're 3 minutes from the 2-hour mark, but that's All not right, bad. let's wrap it up then. Let's wrap it up then. Wrap it up. Uh First of all, next week we're going to do a show, of course, from E3. Somehow we will, with the time difference, we'll have to, it'll be tough to figure out how we're going to do that, but. Yeah, we'll fake it. I don't know how we're going to do that, actually. Maybe we'll do it on, like, uh, the weekend. I'll be, I'll be like after. By then. After the show? Okay, yeah. maybe we'll do it after the show. Maybe I'll, I don't yeah, know. We'll like, yeah. Out. Yeah. Anyway, I want to ask people's support to nominate the CADCast for the podcast awards. Uh, if you go, I want to win a potty. Is that, is that what it's called? <laughs> it is, is it? now. 
<laughs> that's good. Um, hey, if you go it. to, I don't even know what the website is, podcastawards.com. I have a thread, of course, <laughs> in the CatCast forum that you can check out. I'm going to tell people the URL. It's just loading. Podcastawards.com. Okay. You can nominate us. I recommend go. nominating us for the People's Choice and Gaming categories. Uh, or you know, you can check the, the CatCast thread for details. Yeah, we had close to 6,000 listeners last week. All of you can vote. We had more, actually. We had a record last week, especially since it was a long week. I mean, we, we went over 7,000. Uh, I don't know... I don't know if it's uh if it's like a glitch in the matrix or something, but anyway. Then I mean, if if half of you vote, maybe we'll win an award. So come this on, is just people. For, this is just the nominations. This is just the nomination part. So you have to uh, just to get us up there. Come on, people. Just get us on the ballot. Okay. Also, do you remember like a long time ago, I asked people to take this CADCast survey survey from a web from this website. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, I totally forgot about it, and I just sort of stumbled across it. And I looked it up, and we had over a hundred responses, and it's pretty interesting. Responses are interesting because you get to find out like the demographics of our listeners. So I want to uh, have people still work on that, and then I'll share the responses with the audience. How about in like two weeks, like a two week uh, thing? We'll give a little yeah, bit of, yeah uh... after E three, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So look for that in the CADCast forum. Of course, I want to remind everybody to dig the CADCast at dig.com forward slash podcast forward slash CADCast. We are almost at the 800 mark. We've been doing a good job on dig lately. We've been making a run. Yeah, I noticed that. So let's keep it going. I think we're only too shy of 800. And you know the drill, uh, myspace.com forward slash CADCast, youtube.com forward slash GPD. Did you see my uh, eye training video that I just put up there? Uh, I saw that it was up there. Yeah, you didn't watch it, bastard. No, I didn't watch it yet. I was—I really didn't I, get a moment. Yeah, I know you don't. I've had it. a tough week. I've had some tough. Okay. It's been—I've been working my ass off. So, so there. My next video is either going to be okay. You're, you're excused. My next video, I think, it's either going to be a tour of my of the cheap ass gamer office, aka the room in my apartment with the desk mm-hmm. and computer and all my toys. Or me playing Hajime no Ippo Revolution. I'm not sure. I'll do both of them. I'm just not sure which order I'm going to do it in. Uh, what else? Review us on iTunes. We read all the iTunes reviews, and maybe we're going to read yours next time. Maybe I'll do a, an unboxing video. Of what? My 360 when it comes back. <laughs> there you go. That'll be funny. You should do that. I, that, was, that was the joke. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, and lastly... I want to give a shout out to Joysticks Podcast Radio, or sorry, Podcast Rodeo, uh, who last week we had no show, but they mentioned CAG Foreplay. And we got to make sure that doesn't happen again, so we're doing a show this week. Exactly, because they're not going to mention both of us. That's for sure. Or maybe they will. So, no, they won't. Okay. Nice. Everybody, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week uh, for me three. Or maybe just yes. me for me three, talking by myself if Wombat's sleeping. You never know. Or maybe I have a special guest host. You do that. Major Nelson. That would, that would be worth it. Yes. All right, guys. Okay. Catch you then. Bye. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. With a style of entertainment that Pac-Man never knew, an endless supply of floating goodies, oranges, pretzels, four different screens, each with different exits and entrances, and the green screen so difficult to reach, you may never see it again. Honey, don't you know?
from his Pac-Man. Okay, we had one last comment here uh, from Agapens. And he says, uh, I have to say that you have created a Pavlovian response within me to want to violently throttle the nearest person anytime the word oblivion is mentioned. Seriously, shut up about oblivion. My sanity can't take it anymore. I bought the game, didn't like it, and sold it back after three weeks. I thought that was the end of it. But no, I hear it mentioned week after week after week after week after week. Even if it's not mentioned at length, it's still mentioned. Please just stop. Stop. Oblivion. 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 Oblivion.